Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. This podcast is a place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our own body's intuition for the purpose of living in bliss, freedom, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to RevWithRachel.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's nine happiness and healing essentials, as well as my video class, Radical Radiant Growth. And please like Rev Life on Facebook. This episode is brought to you by me, Rachel, your bringer of truth, healing, and enlightenment. I love to go way deeper than the diet, exercise, and medicine approach to the body. And one of the many things to look at is what products we are using day to day. And so if you'd like a way to get toxic products out of your home, I can tell you more about Melaleuca, the wellness company that has paved the way for the green movement since the 1980s. Email me at reverenddrrachel at icloud.com to schedule a time to connect. I'm excited about today's episode. It's called Energy Work for Sexual Trauma with Lisa Erickson. Lisa is an energy worker and writer specializing in women's energetics, including women's subtle anatomy and practices and tools that women can employ to heal, empower, and awaken themselves. She especially focuses on helping women during critical life passages, such as pregnancy, motherhood, and menopause, as well as on healing from sexual abuse and trauma. Her book, Chakra Empowerment for Women, Self-Guided Techniques for Healing Trauma, Owning Your Power and Finding Overall Wellness will be released by Llewellyn Publishing December 8th, 2019. She is also the author of the popular Daily Ohm course, Awakening Your Feminine Power, and the free ebook, Women's Energetics, Healing the Subtle Body Wounds of Sexual Abuse and Trauma, all of which are available on her blog, mommymystic.com, and her website, enlightenedenergetics.com. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It's so wonderful to be interviewed by you and support your work as well. Thanks. I love connecting with people who are kind of digging deeper into, you know, our emotions and our traumas and how can we shift from these and, and engage in life in a new way and things. But um, the work you're doing is really powerful because, you know, as you said before the show, sexual abuse, trauma, and um, oh, what was the other thing you said? <laughs> what goes into that umbrella for when you harassment as well? Sexual harassment, harassment yeah. yeah. And so, while it may not be a physical touching kind of thing, those kinds of experiences for women are—it's just so common. And this is an important topic to realize that we can heal from those. Yes, I agree so much. And we're really in this moment in history with the Me Too movement and the number of abuse scandals that have surfaced in the last decade, where I feel like we're going through a cultural healing around this. Mm -hmm. It impacts both men and women. It's really a problem. It's a cultural and, and social problem that we're trying to deal with. So I feel like there's this moment where more individuals are turning to healing from 
these experiences on a deeper level and that contributes to the cultural change as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, I so agree. And I feel like it has to kind of bubble up and come into our awareness. And, you know, I often think as a mom of boys, how do I raise boys who honor people's boundaries and are, you know, appropriate? And, and I think these types of things can go both ways, but it just often shows up more often as women being victims. But how did you get into this work? What's your story? Yeah, my own spiritual path began with chakra meditation. I was drawn to chakra meditation in college over 30 years ago now. So mm-hmm. for many years, I was involved with a kundalini yoga and meditation practice that was my main spiritual path. And that led me to dive more deeply into studying the energy body, the chakras, different subtle body mappings, and crossing over from the spiritual side of that into the healing side of that. Mm -hmm. And then I really got involved with women's energetics after I had my first child, which was relatively late in life. I was 38 and I had been meditating for so long and had been using energetic skills and intuitive abilities for quite some time. And after I had my daughter, my energy body and my intuitive abilities, everything changed so dramatically I actually had some major health issues for the first time in my life. And I really dove into doing research on women's energy bodies in particular because of those challenges that I experienced. And, and I discovered that there was kind of hidden, it's, it's coming out more now, a lot more written specifically about the differences in men's and women's energy bodies than I had realized before. And I sort of used that as a jumping off point to experiment with the work I was doing with myself. Then at the same time in my client population, I was just seeing an increase of women in particular that were coming to me to heal from sexual trauma, abuse, assault. I had a very good friend come to me and tell me about some things that had happened in high school that I had never known about at the time. We knew each other at the time, what she was going through. Mm -hmm. And all of that drove me to develop and begin to work with this more uh, deeply. Oh, that's fascinating. So if some of the listeners are kind of paying attention and not sure of what we're talking about when we say energy work or subtle body or energy body, what do you, what is that? To me, our energy body is this intermediary between our physical body and our spirit, however you define that. And there's different energy work traditions. When the the word that I think most people have heard at this point or many people maybe through yoga is chakras, which are energy centers in the body. And there's several different mappings of those that have come from different traditions. Some are more energy medicine based. They're tied to healing, helping to heal the physical body along with herbal and other types of medicine. And some are more spiritual based, like traditions that come from yogic traditions, develop chakra meditation and kundalini meditation that develop to aid people's spiritual awakening. So you kind of have these two branches of energy body teachings, some that are more healing oriented, some that are more spiritual awakening oriented. And I sort of work at this intersection point. A lot of the work that I do is guided work taking us into the body to feel where we feel emotions and tapping then into the energetic side of that, how our physical body holds them almost on an energetic level, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. and helping to kind of release that in the body. 
um, yeah, so I don't know. I can go more into the chakras depending on <laughs> how much you want to or not. Yeah, so when you're working with people, you know, who have dealt with sexual traumas, um, what, like, what are you looking at or what are you finding or how are you, you know, helping to move this energy? Yeah, well, on specifically for sexual trauma, there are certain patterns that often show up and the chakras are aligned along the spine. There's different numbers of them in different systems, but I work with the seven chakra system that is the most popular in the West. And what we often find with individuals that have experienced sexual trauma is a problem connecting to the lower chakras, the ones that are aligned with the lower part of the body that are associated with our ability to connect with our body, feel present in our body, feel safe, feel secure but also with intimacy and all that. And of course, all that makes perfect sense. So on a general level, a lot of the work that I'm initially doing is helping someone to connect with those lower chakras, the first and second chakra. From there, it becomes more individualized in terms of how someone's trauma impacted them. If it was someone that they trusted, if it was a trusted figure in their life who violated that trust, there may be certain emotional patterns held in the heart it may have impacted someone's access to power. Sexual abuse and assault is always about trying to disempower someone. So there may be ways that someone has internalized shame or blame. And what I often do is work with memories, not necessarily of the abuse, but of examples of moments where someone feels as if in their life they have been held back or they're being held back. They're at work and they want to speak up about something and they can't. They get gripped with anxiety and we'll work with, okay, how did that anxiety present in your body? And then work with it as an energy and from there bring either chakra light to it or there's another modality I work with that comes from a Buddhist tradition called feeding your demons where you externalize that energy and work with it that way. So I kind of go back and forth between different modalities, depending on what um, someone's needs are. I've, you know, I've experienced that where I'm one of my, <laughs> as you're speaking about holding back, like, and not speaking up. When I started my energy healing journey for myself, I was aware of my throat chakra was closed and my root chakra was closed. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel like safe in my, you know, existence and then being able to speak up I, I really held back most of my life and um, I was extremely shy mm -hmm. and uh, so doing energy healing for myself helped to really shift all that and you know helped me shift into things like doing this podcast which I never would have thought I would be doing you know outside of maybe like a research presentation <laughs> um, speaking on stuff like this isn't something I really thought I would be doing but so this work is really um it's it's changing and I don't think people realize how much true transformation like this is possible so you know can maybe describe what's the power in you know diving deeper into our energy and shifting these things for ourselves mm -hmm. you know it's interesting because I really value both conventional medicine and talk therapy. And a lot of my clients are also working with a therapist or a mental health practitioner, perhaps a doctor, if they have severe anxiety issues, et cetera. 
So I consider my work to be complementary to that. But what I often hear is I'll work with someone who perhaps was abused in childhood and has in fact gone through many years of therapy, both group and individual, and gotten a lot of benefit from it, but still find that in a moment when they're triggered by something, when someone feels threatening or there's some environment that they're in in which they don't feel safe for some reason, they will still feel in their body, they will still have these old reactions. So the talk therapy really helped them through understanding their patterns, but now they're trying to get deeper. How do I, in the moment, liberate them? Mm. From my perspective, we hold, we hold these experiences, I consider them karmas, really. We hold these energy structures in our body, in our subtle body, And until we really get in and work at that level, in the moment, what does that feel like in your body? Can you feel underneath it and let it go and really practice that over and over? Um, Sometimes we'll be stuck. Just understanding it in our mind doesn't change the pattern. So that's what I feel is the real value of working energetically. It's this connection to the emotions and the body and really grounding the work in what you're feeling in the moment. How do you deal with it in the moment? Um, You know, it's not for everybody. And I feel like no modality is for everybody. It's so individual. Mm -hmm. But I think another thing that I find is that abuse and assault survivors often are so empathic and intuitive if someone grew up in, abu- in an abusive home in particular, they had to develop almost their sixth sense in order to try to increase their sense of safety. They got used to coming into their home and feeling into what's the environment like today? Is it safe for me here today or not? So they almost have heightened uh, intuitive abilities and sensitivity that then they feel like out in the world, they're so sensitive. They're absorbing other people's emotions all the time. And so for these individuals, this kind of work really resonates because they've already been feeling other people's energies and their own energy so acutely. And and this kind of work allows them to become more aware of it and become more aware of what's not theirs and let it go. In addition, Mm -hmm. working through what is theirs. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Reality, yeah, tends tends to resonate for a lot of abuse and assault survivors. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really fascinating. And I think just for the general public, you know, for everybody, um, we're, we're all intuitive and can sense this stuff too. And so to find the words for it and to feel it and trust it and, um, kind of know, like, like we can feel when it's, things are a yes for us or when things are a no, and this work helps us tune into that even more, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, and we definitely are all energy beings and intuitive. And I think uh, some people gravitate more to this work, you know, if that's been really the way they see and feel the world, but anyone can benefit from it for sure. Mm-hmm. And so is there a freedom on the other side of, of these, you know, the, our past? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's a gradual process of liberating, releasing, letting go, cutting through emotional patterns that have held us back. And these subtle body, they, they, they're, they're held in the subtle body, like you felt it in your throat chakra, you felt it in your root chakra. 
we gradually let go of those and we come more into the light, however you view that light, underneath that, right? Like I really view it um, like reach a crystal uh, of light. Light's coming in the back. It shines out the front in this unique rainbow pattern. But if the crystal's got all these blocks on it, the light can't shine through. So we're kind of clearing away the obscurations based on past pain and when we do that, our light can naturally shine through. We come more into our gifts. We come more into alignment with our own purpose, our own spirit, our own sense of love. Um, I think with sexual trauma in particular, and particularly childhood abuse, survivors can often feel like, oh, there's no other side. I'll never get there. And it's, there is value in sort of letting go of feeling like there's going to be this magical epiphany moment mm. where that pain is just gone. It doesn't necessarily happen that way. I think how it happens is that one day we feel, um, we just gradually look back to many years before and we're like, oh, I'm so different than I was many years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And there were little epiphanies along the way and you realize, oh, okay, now my past pain doesn't define me. It's actually part of my strength. I feel as if I grew through it and Mm -hmm. something has changed. As soon as you feel that way, something has really shifted. Oh yeah. Yeah. I so agree. And then I kind of feel like too, there's moments where you're like, uh, you know, something that would have triggered you in the past. Then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm responding to this in a new way. It's not having the same effect on me or the same like energetic power over me. Exactly. Or something that used to trigger someone and maybe it would last for a day or a couple of days, the, that time just shortens and shortens. So then maybe it gets down to where maybe it's like a 10 minute where you can, you're kind of moving through it more quickly. Exactly. Oh, I so agree. And I, I love that, um, you know, focus on time like that. Cause I often tell people it's kind of like percentages. Like you used to feel like 90% of the time you were ruled by these emotional limitations and then it's 50% and then it's down to say 10%. Like you said, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I can still get triggered, but hey, that's such an improvement and focus on that. Don't focus on, oh, 10% of the time I'm still getting angry, right? Mm -hmm. Focus on how much less it is, how much faster you move through it. Because emotions are being human. It's not necessarily that the goal is never to be triggered. It's how we respond and transform those emotions, I think, in the moment. Yeah. So tell us about your book. Did I pronounce the publisher's name correctly? Yes, Llewellyn Publishing. Oh, good. <laughs> They're actually based in Minneapolis. I would be I believe. So oh, awesome. Interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting, these connections. Uh, yeah, so this book, uh, Chakra Empowerments for Women, is, it's, I've set up or I've organized it around 12 tools. And they each orient it around one or more chakras. And they're guided to allow anyone to connect with the chakras, whether you have knowledge of them or not. You don't have to have knowledge to use these tools because the tools involve visualizing a certain color light in a certain shape in your body, along with saying affirmations related to that. So for the root chakra, for example, which is linked to feelings of safety and security and feeling grounded in your body, you're you're saying while you focus on that part of your body, I am safe, I am secure, I feel present in my body. So it's this combination of using visuals and affirmations and even memories in some cases 
to increase your ability to access the energies and the psychological state linked to that chakra. And it, it does the main seven chakras and then it has some other tools that are multiple chakras that are related to creating better energetic boundaries, um, self-healing capacity, relationships. And I talk a lot about women's energetics, the way that a woman's subtle body differs from men's. It's a spectrum, but I talk about mm -hmm. that spectrum and how we might work with that. And that includes in pregnancy, in menopause, all of those kinds of transitions, which aren't just physical, they're also energetic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things I learned that I was just amazed to, about was that um, like women have chakras in our like energy centers in our breasts. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, well, here I nursed my my boys a year each and no wonder I was totally exhausted my root chakra was closed and I'm giving them like everything I have <laughs> yeah instead well, of like to having just life energy flowing through me and having it flow you know all of the, just the energetics of it all I think it's just something that we've never it yeah. wasn't part of the nursing books I read about yeah well and especially those first few months we really, there's like an energetic umbilical cord, right? There's this energy line we have to our children that impacts our navel chakra as well. It's like, it's our, our second chakra, our womb chakra, right? To their mm -hmm. navel chakra. We often talk about those early months as being the fourth trimester, but we don't get a lot of information about what to expect and how that impacts us. And that was one of the things that impacted my, the, you know, my experience of my body, those first few months after my daughter was born, I wasn't prepared for the energetic shifts mm -hmm. or how I was sharing my energy with her. And once you have that information and you settle into it and you realize it does change over time, you can relax and you can take care of yourself in the right way. Mm -hmm. So I think it's valuable, valuable information. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We need to be talking about this stuff. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and now I'm on the other side of menopause. And so that has, was a huge energetic process. And okay. we don't talk as much about that either, that it's not just a physical process. It's an energetic process that really can help you shift into your energy and your spiritual power in a new way if you approach it that way. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for your book. You have such a beautiful way of speaking to all of this. So tell us um, quick, you know, what are the differences between men's and women's subtle energy? Yeah, well, it is a spectrum. And I also like always like to say that because I know now we're becoming more aware of individuals who feel who are gender fluid, etc. But in general, um, a woman's energy body is rooted in their second chakra in their pelvis, not in the root chakra at the tailbone. Mm. They still have a root chakra, but our energy is kind of pooled more in that second chakra. And all of the issues around our second chakra related to sexuality and creativity and things like that are therefore even more important to us coming into our power. The other thing is that the odd number chakras uh, are, so at our root chakra, our navel, our throat, our crown, are more yang or masculine by default. They, they, they generate the energy outwards more. And the second chakra, the heart chakra, and the third eye in our forehead are more receptive chakras. So because our energy body is anchored more in a receptive chakra, 
we do tend to be more empathic and pick up others' energies more than your average man would. So we do need to focus a little bit more on boundaries and on dis distinguishing what's our energy, what's our emotions, and what is other people's that we are taking on. And I think men and women can, can resonate with that. And of course, cultural conditioning plays into that too, because we're kind of conditioned to take responsibility for everyone often. Mm -hmm. Layers to that, that, that often need to be worked through for us to really develop health throughout our chakra system. Oh gosh, I love this. And just how, how, what that means for us as we're dealing with other people in relationship, whether that's at work or at home, that's so important. Exactly. And that's what I try to do in this book is include case studies that are really drawn from real life. Like you're at work and a coworker disagrees with you and becomes aggressive and how that impacts you, um, mm -hmm. how it impacts your subtle body and what can you do in the moment to help yourself boundary yourself, come into your voice and speak what you need to speak or that difficult discussion with your teenage son where he's putting you off and how do you connect heart to heart? What can you do in your energy body to help with that? So I try to really make it real and not too abstract because I know energy work can get a little abstract. Um, so that's really my, my thing is always about what is it about in real life, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. How does it apply really? Cool. So anything else you want the listeners to know? Just in general, I always uh, like to say, just as you did at the start of your show, just to believe in your intuition and this root of love that you have at the heart of your being and that whatever modalities or spiritual path you seek out, find one that feels as if it's bringing that forth within you that's based in love and bringing that forth within you. And that's not, not one that is just about conforming to a certain external standard, but that really feels like it's bringing your inner light forth within you. That's it. <laughs> Whether it's not <laughs> that's it. And that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So at least if someone wants to connect with you to learn more or work with you, how would you like for them to do that? Well, the book Chakra Empowerments for Women is available for pre-order right now, I think on Amazon and Target and more information will come out on that. But my blog is mommymystic.com and my website is enlightenedenergetics.com. They're both going to get a little bit of a revamp before the book comes out this fall, but they are up right now. And there's a lot of free meditations available if someone mm -hmm. wants to give a, any of that a try and see if this is a modality that is of interest to them. Oh, awesome. And you have a free ebook on your website too, correct? I do. This is a self-paced ebook that is specific, specifically for sexual trauma survivors. It does include uh, links to free MP3s. So it's a great way also to see if this modality can help you in your energy healing process. Uh, and also, you know, it's free. So it's accessible to anyone, even if there are financial constraints. Oh, awesome. Thank you for that gift and the gift that you're bringing to the world and helping people with this. Well, thank you, Rachel, for your gifts and all that you're sharing and doing. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being on, Lisa. This has been great. I agree. Have a wonderful day. You too.
Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners, if you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button so you get all of the latest episodes. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your freedom and radiant expression, you can get my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You from Amazon. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.